Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Yay, it's a new week. I feel like this week, this past week was crazy, and now we're here. And now we're here. Yeah. We're here. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's going to be a good week for everybody. We have a very interesting episode coming out Thursday with Andrea Franco, and she is an intuitive business coach, which is something that neither Brenda or I have heard of before until her. And it was so interesting. We talked about how she runs this whole coaching program, and we talked a lot about how you can use intuition to help you become a magnet for your business and your money goals and all those amazing things. And it was really interesting. Yeah, she's a woman of many talents. Her energy was so, so powerful. And it was like, it was just really fascinating because I think money in general, business, all these things can be a tricky topic for women. So to really hear how someone kind of built something from ground zero and really didn't have all of the self-belief that she has today and was able to become a millionaire and you know in a fairly short amount of time was really cool to learn about so I'm excited for you guys to hear it yeah money money feels like way more of a taboo topic than like anything else for like women in their 20s I feel like yeah oh my gosh I agree I feel like with with talking about salary or stuff like that like I always feel weird um I actually work now with one of our good friends and and like I feel weird talking about money in that aspect like it's just it's just strange it's so weird and like how much you're how much you're saving how much in debt you are do you have credit card debt do you have school loans debt do you like what are you what are you doing with your savings do you have a 401k do you have a retirement fund like it's so crazy and taboo and so many of us are living like kind of paycheck to paycheck and not really feeling successful yet in that realm and I think that that's a big part of the shame around it that a lot of us just don't feel successful in that part of our lives yet absolutely yeah I'll be like super honest with, with my own like retirement and like stuff like that I personally don't have that set up or anything so the interns at my office are like super into finance and all that stuff and they are so cute they're so cute and they they like advise me on these things I'm not even kidding this Friday in my calendar is to set up a retirement fund with them oh Uh, I love that but see if like but that's great because if we were talking about it like we could help each other out and provide resources and stuff oh yeah like I just don't think there's enough information and it's yet another example of having conversations, breaking the stigma and how like breaking those barriers can really just help us in the long run. Even if it's just gaining some more information because I don't even know, I don't know jack shit about this stuff. Mm, not my thing. I'm really good at spending money and I I'm so good at spending. I'm not great at handling or managing it. No, I mean, I think you're at, at least from my experience at shopping with you at the mall, you're pretty good at like cutting out what's not a necessity, at least maybe That's for because others. I'm broke. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, the conversation is going to be super interesting. You guys, she talked a lot about money wounds and like different associations that we could have with money, which really kind of forced me to reflect on my relationship with money in general. So maybe we can do a little bit in this episode post Pride and Pick about like, I guess our relationship to money in general, like kind of how we feel in those senses. And then also just like trust because she talked a lot about trusting yourself. Um, yeah, I would love to dig into that. I think trust would be so interesting. And I, especially just because like, barely, Brenna and I are not financial gurus. Um, But we have had on people in the past talking about finances. We've had Allie from Financially Focused. If you're new to the show and you haven't gone back to that episode yet and you're interested in learning how to like save money and how to get out of debt, Allie is incredible and she has incredible programs. So we'll leave the money talk for the most part up to the professionals, but we could definitely talk about our relationship to it. And I would love to talk about trust because that was a big theme that we talked about with Andrea. For sure. But before we get into all of that, it is time. Time for Pride and Pickle! Yes. Oh, wow. Um, Yes. Um, So my pride, okay, my pride this week is that I feel like I've been talking about Chris a lot, but only I've been thinking a lot about like love and relationships and like what they mean versus what we think they're supposed to be, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel very, one of the biggest things that I'm grateful for in our romantic relationship is that I really feel like he makes me better. And he, in a way where like, I think he challenges me and celebrates me, whether like people see that piece of him or not, but also he calls me out of my bullshit. And that's really, really important because I am a big chatty chatty gal and I can talk in circles and I can talk myself into things and out of things so to have someone that's like come on come on like let's be real here is actually really helpful for me yeah Um, that's huge yeah it's really helpful for me and also just with like certain goals and stuff that I've had he's been just so flexible with aligning our our habits um and aligning just like what we do in a way that really keeps me in check of like still enjoying my life but also doesn't make me like sacrifice what feels aligned for me so I've just been I've been really thinking about them leaning into the extra like gratitude of that yeah and then for my pickle um this is probably like different than the wording that I would ever use for myself and the way that I talk to myself but I just am I'm tired of my bullshit in some capacities of life um and it's different from what I normally say or the way I talk about myself but I notice there are some ways in which I still limit myself in the in the way things that I believe I can achieve and I keep looking for reasons to believe that I'm not capable of making things happen in life uh, because I don't have evidence that I've been able to get there before in in those ways but I work harder than most people in a room and I don't say that to 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 bash other people I'm saying it like to build my own um you do trust yeah it's and it's crazy how we can really convince ourselves otherwise um but anyway I just have been really trying to think about like I'm capable and I will prove it to myself I will prove it to my brain I will figure it all out but I just was there I just woke up and I'm like I'm so tired of my own bullshit I'm not doing that. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to adopt that too. We all have our own bullshit. Every single person out there, we all do our own little bullshit. And I love that. Thank you. I'm tired of mine too. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Absolutely. 
Because I think we have this like victim mentality sometimes. I have it. Like, you're listen, we're allowed to throw our pity parties and stuff, but I was like, stop. I like said to myself, I'm like, stop playing victim. Like you are a fucking hard worker and you're capable of this. And the more time you spend on poor me or blah blah blah, the more you hold yourself back from getting to where you want to get. Yeah. So, or like it's not happening right now, or like, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, different different approach, but it worked in the specific setting. <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that train. Let's jump on the train together, baby. What's your pick? No, your pride. Whatever you want. My pride this week is that um she is a fully vaccinated queen. Just got my second shot today, feeling very grateful. Yeah. Loving that. That feels great and optimistic. Yeah, and just like, oh wow, that's cool. Interesting. So that's my pride. And my pickle is that um, well, so for context, we're recording this on Wednesday night. The so like before Monday, obviously. So um, just because I'm gonna talk about the astrology of the week for a second. So that's so you know it's last to get their astrology mixed up. It's last week's astrology, not this particular week's astrology. Um I'm feeling quite depressy. Um, on the astrology part, there's like a full moon in Scorpio, which is like very emotional, and I'm really, really feeling that. Also, you know, just like hormones, <laughs> it's really the hormones, <laughs> stupid girl things. And I had just traveled, so I think my body's just like a little crazy. And you know, when you're like feeling depressed then like everything else feels awful too so you like bring everything down like it's not like it's hard to um compartmentalize like what's actually wrong when you're feeling um depressed so like so like instead of for for a lot of the for the past couple days instead of being able to like look at things from an outside point of view and be like this is why I'm feeling this way and like that's okay and that's separate from everything else then I go down a spiral of like my career and like what I'm doing and blah 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 and then like everything else so that's what happens to me when I get depressed that it like kind of all it's hard for me to compartmentalize what's what's actually upsetting and then like everything gets upsetting and then it's like a whole downward spiral but um you know I've been trying to do the things that I know how to do that help me like got up today did my nice morning walk with ghosts did a yoga practice did my meditation showed up to all the things I needed to show up to today um which is hard and if you're feeling depressed and you weren't able to do those things no shame because that's really hard. And yeah, so if anyone else is feeling depressed during this moon cycle, I'm with you. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for your vulnerability, Drew. That's like super hard to share when you're in the thick of those feelings and those thoughts and those emotions. And obviously, I know between me and our listeners, like unbelievably valid for the stuff you did share and the stuff that's going on in your head. And I think it's incredibly relatable that when you're in the thick of it, not only is it hard to be honest about it, but also it's hard when you're the type of person that has done so much personal work like it, to be like oh I, sh- I should be past this should have I should master how to get out of this state when like it's okay yeah. to feel the feelings it's okay to process the feelings or to just you know to just be and take care of yourself in the best way that you can and like you said with the you know I think it's great that you showed up to the things you had to show up to because I know they matter to you but it's hard it's really freaking hard to do so so I hope that along the way that you you are celebrating internally even a little bit like showing up for you even during this time yeah Yeah, and I just wanted to share that because like I know a lot of the time I was sharing like a lot of my ups and like but um you know I get depressed too sometimes and like if 
someone is like going through that kind of state like and like you said like when I do get depressed I beat myself up for it because I'm like I should know better by now like I should be able to get out of this by now like I have tools I know and so I do definitely get on myself for feeling this way but that doesn't help anybody so like I just wanted to share because it's okay you know you could be doing so well and be going along going along and like sometimes you just sometimes you just have those weeks or those days or even a month or whatever it is and like I just wanted to share because that because if you're in that place like it's okay and like you're gonna get out of it I'm gonna get out of it but it sucks and it's it's and it's you don't have to beat yourself up for it definitely not and I I really am just I had no idea that you were going to share what you were going to share so I just want to clarify that calling yourself out on your bullshit doesn't include these feelings let's just (laughs) no 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 I wasn't um (laughs) I didn't like no no I know but just like beyond that too beyond not judging yourself for feeling those feelings I think it's just it's just so hard to not how do I word this? Like the, just going back to the compartmentalizing thing that you mentioned, just because I think it's so valid and so relevant, especially when you are such a high achiever. I think there's a lot of pressure to, and actually, especially for you who you are an optimist as well. Let's go, I'll go to the optimist piece first. I know that when I've come up against these feelings, I've felt like, oh, but I'm so lucky. Like I'm so lucky. I just went, I just went on a trip or I'm healthy. I just got vaccinated. Like all these different things you think about that you're really lucky for. And you're like, so how dare I feel depressed? How dare I feel this when I have a lot to be grateful for and for anyone that is in that same boat just know that you're still allowed to feel the way that you feel even amongst all of the beauty that you have in your life um and I think it's so wonderful that you have such a high level of self-awareness that like this is temporary and this will pass and all that I think that's a really powerful thing to keep in the back of your head but also along with being a high achiever and having all of these goals and having done so much self-development that you've done this past year do I can imagine that a piece of you, you know, not to assume, but a piece of you is like, shoot, like I've been through this and I know that, you know, these feelings don't serve me, but I can't shake them, you know? And that's really hard. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. It's really frustrating to know, like, yeah, just what you said, like this feeling this way doesn't serve me. And like, especially because when I do, when I am as down as this, like I do, it is hard to find the gratitude and I kind of bring everything else down with it. And, um, and yeah, but I know like from an outside point of view like that that doesn't serve me and then it's also not true but when you are in this place it's really hard to um like you can know it but it's hard to really embody or believe it so yeah so it is frustrating when when you know it and you're like I know this like why can't I believe it why can't I feel it why can't I you know uh, get out of this quicker or rebound faster or you know so it is it is frustrating that's a good it's a good term for it yeah definitely and I don't mean to harp on this you sorry from no no you're not but I just I was thinking a little bit about like these things in general I was actually connecting with someone um, who had reached out to us about like our podcast and stuff and she was super super sweet and she had mentioned she's like yeah I, I share the shit show in my 20s and I feel like you guys share and it was a compliment it was like you guys share these amazing tangible tips and how people can navigate it and I'm so glad that we can be a place for people to seek advice from our personal experiences because we love to do that but I also am glad that you chose to share something so vulnerable because I think it does come back to we could be doing all of the personal development work in the world and it's necessary and it's important but that does not mean that we don't have days like this even amongst being the most authentic version of ourselves you know absolutely yeah and that's when that especially that's when it can feel more frustrating because you're like I've come so far and I've been doing so much and blah 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 um so hitting those you know roadblocks or 
whatever it is and sometimes like there's not even something that sends you down you know a, de- a depressed state like sometimes it just is you know your hormones and it happens and I and I I just agree like I really do and I think a lot about it's so individual but when it comes to like for your non-negotiables, for the things that actually bring you joy. And I, I've been thinking a lot about the definition of grace and what it means and how it can evolve because I think giving yourself grace is associated with gentleness, which is important, associated with compassion, which is important. But I think it can also be something, like I know my definition of grace has led to falling, has evolved into when I fall down, I get back up. And it doesn't mean right away. It doesn't mean right away whatsoever. It just means eventually I get back up and that knowing, and I know it's the same for you, but I've just been thinking a lot lot about like how those versions of it can evolve so anyway with that being said like it's so interesting to think about and like lean into motivation and inspiration versus discipline and I feel like there are times where we do need the extra grace and extra gentleness and sometimes depending on the way that we take certain emotions and heaviness like for some people it they might need to force themselves to sit to to allow the feelings all the things and for some people maybe kind of like you did today to lean into the discipline when the motivation isn't there and being like you know what no piece of me wants to walk my dog this morning but if I don't she's gonna shit herself in my house so like I have to do that I have to be you know lean into that discipline so for anyone that's in the same space where Julia is feeling right now we encourage you to take some time to just reflect and be like what is going to serve me best is it going to be sitting here with my chocolate covered strawberries or is it is it going to be you know going for the walk or doing whatever and just really really taking care of you so thank you for sharing yeah it was beautiful beautiful and powerful and everything in between yeah just don't want anyone to feel alone um in that yeah and um just so I I feel like I was thinking about too on this in the same vein that we I feel like myself I'm like damn I want to do a better job of like sharing in the moment whether on this podcast or on our podcast page or whatever of like when things are hard because I one of my biggest missions is to not make it seem like I have it all together because I don't and I think we're just so much more inclined to share the positive um than we are the hard but we'll, yeah, we'll- and it's, it's almost easier to share when you're I think because what you said about like the something that we have really focused on of like is like if you fall down get back up and like keep going and I think that that's something that we both have gotten really really good at with like little setbacks so it's almost become we've we've kind of trained ourselves to not really see those things as negative I know I definitely have like little setbacks usually like where whereas they used to bother me a lot like kind of don't even phase me anymore and I'm just like okay we keep going like it's it's fine like we have our tools we keep going and so it's sometimes it's harder to recognize like in those times the difference between just like it it, it feels almost that like even though in a mo you'll have a minute of hardness or a moment of like oh man or like whatever because you've trained yourself to get back up so well like it's easier to just move through those moments versus when you're having like a really you know when you're going through something really big or you're feeling depressed or being depressed or whatever it is it's less tangible and more of like an encompassing feeling so I think to say I'm trying I don't know how I'm trying to say this like to say that you're doing well doesn't mean you're not having like setbacks or disappointments but that, that's what we've always worked on is like but you can still just be doing well and like be grateful and keep going um and so 
So it's, I don't think you're doing anything wrong by not sharing those little moments of setbacks because you've trained yourself to not focus on them. And that's amazing. And that's something that I hope everybody's aspiring to do because, you know, you're just, you're better off. And, and I just, I just can't, I can't emphasize enough how much I admire you for sharing in this moment. And I know granted, like we happen to be recording now too, but it's just so hard to, to do so. And like myself, just so people feel us alone, hopefully like last Friday, I, I truly just cried so much. (laughs) Couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, It was just a whole bunch of different things. And, and I just, I just empathize with everything you're saying. And I was listening to a podcast this morning by Trent Shelton, and he said this, and I think it's relevant to what you're experiencing and maybe might resonate with other people that um, enduring doesn't mean it's easy. It means you don't give up and fall in love with progression. Building feels like breaking at first. Clarity feels like confusion at first. Courage feels like conflict at first. And sorry, that was the end of it. <laughs> Courage I feels like conflict that. at first. Um, and that's, I, that's probably just where like I stopped typing, but it, it just gave this perspective of the podcast episode itself was called, um, I have it right here. I was just listening to it. Oh, do I have it right here? I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, it was called Everything is Building You. Love. Yeah. And it, it was just a really powerful episode. So I just encourage anyone to listen to it if you're going through a tricky time right now, because it gives you that greater perspective. And just the way that he speaks is so powerful that I think it gives, it reinstills that belief, even when you might not believe it right now, um, that everything you're experiencing is building you. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say, like, I love that. And just to make like other people feel less alone in this state that I'm in right now, like I would love to listen to that and I would know it, but I right now wouldn't be able to believe it. And like, Absolutely. that's okay. If it that's okay. Right Absolutely. It's so, so, so okay. And it's so, I think it's just going to make people really, really feel seen because I can imagine that a lot of people that listen to this show feel heartache and feel maybe even triggered sometimes by wishing they could embody some of the mentalities or some of the things that we talk about most of the time and maybe you know maybe their norm or their average is kind of where the feelings that you're feeling today so I I just know that someone if not multiple someones are going to feel so much less alone by that yeah of course of course of course should we talk about trust yeah we could talk about trust what was your thought on that but you're the one that brought it up yeah I was just thinking a lot about I'm like where like how do we establish trust like I know we talk about confidence and we've talked about confidence with trust and like doing the little things we say we're gonna do to build trust um but I was thinking about like where how do we gain it and how do we lose it with other people versus with ourselves and I feel like when it comes to other people we often lose trust when it's like a grander thing but with ourselves we tend to lose trust on something that can be so simple like not not showing up for a habit that we said we were going to do or not feeling a feeling that we said we were going to do and I think so much of it is um we're so results oriented and we kind of talked about the results oriented mentality with um Andrea on Thursday but we kind of talked about it with her on Thursday. And I just, it just got me thinking too about how so much of what we do is for a desired result. And although there's nothing wrong with that, there's so many barriers that we come up against as a result of it. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know, just some thoughts. Yeah. Do you want to give an example? Yeah. Um, I find that I lose like, let's see, losing trust with a friend. I'm trying to think of like an experience in which I like fully lose trust in someone because I think we're very- Yeah, isn't that funny? Like, I feel like it's going to be hard for you to think of that because it is hard. We're so much more, but I think, hmm, 
it comes back to that thing of like, we talked about this with Serena a little bit. Like it's so much easier to give grace to others than it is to ourselves. Like it's so much easier to forgive someone else when they mess up versus forgiving ourselves when we mess up. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so much easier to regain trust in someone else when they've messed up than it is to regain trust in ourselves when we messed up. And like, I just wonder, I really like would love to know where the disconnect is. Like, why are we so much more able to forgive or give grace to or, you know, all those things with other people and we're so much harder on ourselves? Like, where is that ingrained in us? You know, I wonder if it's a biological thing, like I want, you know, or if that's something that we're all kind of just taught when we're young, but it's for, I don't know any person that is easier on themselves than they are with others. We're all harder on ourselves. Totally. Yeah. I think it, I think at first instinct, it comes for me, at least I feel like we are our own worst critics, right? Like I can imagine you, the feelings you're feeling right now, if the roles were reversed and I was feeling what you're feeling and I divulged every little thought that I had to you. I guarantee like you would give me all the grace in the world. And that doesn't mean you wouldn't be real with me and be like, you know, and and I don't think you would be hard on me. I think you would be real about the things that serve me and the things that don't. But at the end of the day, I think you would fill me with every ounce of grace, every ounce of belief of like, what do you mean you don't believe that you can do this, this, and that? Mm -hmm. I think you would be the biggest hype woman. And sometimes when we get so far down, there's like this threshold, right? Like I think there's this threshold of where we're used to getting to. Like there's this point where we more often than not get to before getting to the spiral. And then sometimes when we get just past that point it's like it drops all the way down you're like shit now I have to rebuild this 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 and this yeah so with that I just I I think it's because we are our own worst critics yeah yeah I just wonder where that comes from like I really am curious I would love to know if anybody knows whether it's biological or social and like why why are we our own worst critics like why aren't we our own biggest cheerleaders yeah like why is that the ingrained, why is the critic the thing that's ingrained and the cheerleader the thing we have to work on versus the other way around? I guess because then we'd all be narcissistic. I don't know. Maybe it's keeping us from that. Maybe. I don't know. It's just, isn't it weird? It is weird. And I, I really am processing this all firsthand, but I wonder if it's like that because we care so much about what other people think, whether we believe it whether we do all the time or subconsciously have it in the back of our heads, like we're afraid of failure, we're afraid afraid of rejection. And through all of these things, you know, it causes us to be harder on ourselves on our day to day results or actions or thoughts or habits, because they in turn may or may not impact the results that we desire and in turn what people think about us. So I don't know, I wonder if it's that. But it's weird because in some ways, like some people would never know. Never know what? Like, like some, I guess maybe it's. Right, but I'm saying if we all just like loved ourselves so much and we weren't critical of ourselves, like if that was like the baseline, then I guess like there would be a higher risk of like people being super narcissistic and like therefore destructive. And so I wonder if the critic in us is keeping us from that and that's why it's like so hard to push against. But I don't know. I what like why isn't there a more balance? I guess then the question is why isn't there a more balanced um scale versus where I feel like most people the scale weighs much heavier on the critic than it does on the cheerleader whereas 
as we're trying all to kind of balance it out, right? We want to be balanced. You don't, you don't want to be narcissistic, right? But you do want to be your own cheerleader. So there's the finding that balance of being able to be honest with yourself and being able to be self-critical so that you can grow, but also believing in yourself and trusting yourself enough to achieve. Definitely. Yeah. It's this really weird, it's this weird line. But the thing is, I think the trust with ourselves is broken so much more easily. Like I know with myself, even Yeah. if, if hmm, I don't know how this is going to sound, but I'll just say it and we'll see, just know it to the best of intentions. Like, I think if someone else were to look at my day to day, they'd be like, girl, you are crushing it. Mm-hmm. But if I don't check off a box in that day, which makes me seem like, oh, Brenda, wow, look at you at all your accomplishments. No, no, no. It's just, it's a genuine feeling. Like if there is something that I plan to do that I didn't execute on, I truly lose trust with myself yeah. and start I really do. Yeah. And I'd start to think, oh, I'm, you know, I'm damn it. I'm, it's almost this imposter syndrome, actually. It's like, oh, I'm not the person that I said I was. It's kind of like constantly trying to prove to myself that I am this person, even a simple Jew as like Julia says to me, you wake, you you know, you wake up so early, you are a morning person to me. I still don't think I'm that. (laughs) You are, you wake up at 5am. I know, but like in all seriousness, like I still to this day feel like I'm trying to prove to myself that I am capable. And it's literally like my, it is my life. It's what I do. But I still feel like an imposter syndrome around being a person that does that. Yeah, that is interesting. And it is because, yeah, it's like building the trust with yourself. But why is it so much easier to trust other people if they show us like one, two, three times something, but for us, it has to be like 21, 22, 24 times, you know, like why, why, why does it, takes so much longer to build the trust with ourselves than it takes to build it with other people for the most part. Yeah. I think, well, at least for us, I think we're pretty trustworthy people when it comes to others. Like you and my, you are, and my baseline is usually to give other people the benefit of the doubt. Like when I meet someone, I fully trust them until they show me otherwise. Sometimes people don't go in and the first thing is the not trust. Um, and they, people have to earn that trust. But for mm-hmm. you and me, I think the baseline is that we kind of just give that to people. Also, Bre- Brene Brown does a lot of work on this that shows that if you do do trust that way, usually will, people will bring them their better selves if you go in it with that mentality. So like, if we know that that's true, if we know that if we meet someone and we instill trust in them, they'll bring their best selves. Why don't we believe that for ourselves? Like if, like oh okay Julia I trust you like Mm -hmm. until you prove me otherwise I trust you and then therefore I should bring my best self but it's so much harder to do that initial I trust you which it really is and I feel like that was a circle I hope that made sense no it made sense I'm literally looking right now because there was something that I freaking read somewhere that was so powerful about trust but and I just am dying to find it but it's so true and it can be so hard to do that like I feel like we have to prove to ourselves in so many ways that like I am this person I am this person I think imposter syndrome is a huge one like this fear that like others will find out that you're not who you say you are or to yourself that you're not actually who you say you are at least I come up against this a lot yeah this is so this is funny so this is not something I experience Uh uh-huh I know that you experienced this so talk about it oh my god I don't even I don't even know if I know how to talk about it like you I think okay you can correct me if I'm wrong Mm -hmm. you have this belief that you think that People think you're putting on a facade and if you show a crack of it, then they'll know that it really is a facade. But do you believe that it's a facade? 
I don't. Or do you just believe that other people believe it's a facade? That's a really good question because I think for the most part, I know it's not a facade, but when I break my own trust, then I start to think, shoot, maybe it is a facade. (laughs) Like like maybe I'm not who, it's really weird because it makes me sound a little- Maybe I'm not who I say I am. Yeah, which is maybe like a little existential, but it it comes- very existential. It is, right? But (laughs) I'm like, I'm wearing a mask to myself. (laughs) No, I I think it is more about other people, but I think it comes in specifically in areas, obviously, of insecurity. Like uh, when it comes to like, fitness and wellness and all this stuff or being like a disciplined person because that's not the way I identified for a majority of my life or at least not the way I identified myself with I feel like I'm still proving to myself that I am disciplined that I am I can now identify as being a person that really loves fitness whereas because that wasn't part of my identity for a majority of my life I feel like I still have to prove not that I desire for people to see me that way but because it's not what I consider to be my baseline, yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it seems phony. I, I don't know how to describe it. I'm doing a horrible job. No, yeah, no, it's, it's, that is what you do. You, it's, it's so funny because my imposter sy- syndrome is different and I'll tell mine, but yeah, yours is that like, you are afraid that people are going to believe that you're putting on some sort of phony facade. Yes. And I think especially because like we've talked about Julia, me and you, like our baseline is not only just like trusting people right away, but like being welcoming, giving them love, seeing the good in them. And oh, I, think- I do sometimes think, do people think I'm being fake nice? Yes, that, that's what I was going to say, that because we are so nice. I oh hope people- but I do worry that. Yeah, that, that, that's one of the things I think it comes from though, because, because our, one of our core values is like, our values are so surrounded by that. I think the fear of not being, not even fear, I don't know what to describe it as, like of being called out or people not believing who you really say you are. It's just like conf- confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but tell me about your imposter syndrome. Yeah, but no, I definitely experience it with that piece. But I think, you, but you definitely experience it with like, all, with a lot of other mm-hmm. areas of life as well. For sure. Um, Mine is more like, mine is more like, because I've not achieved things that I want to achieve yet, I, I sometimes don't think I'm worthy of certain things. And it's something that I definitely like, definitely try to work against, but like, it's like, oh, well, I'm not this yet. So I'm so yeah, maybe I don't deserve that yet. Totally. I definitely get that. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I've been exploring that exact thought and for a while, and you could very well believe uh, your situation could be the worthiness piece, but for the past few weeks, I kept thinking, oh, it's because I don't think that I'm worthy of the results that I desire. I kept repeating that in my head. And when I started to think about it, I was like, I don't know if it's that I don't believe that I'm worthy of the results because of course there are some moments where we waver, but I'm like, I do think I'm worthy of them. I think I'm because kind of like I said, I think in the beginning, I don't have evidence that I've gotten there before. You don't have evidence that you've gotten to this place that you, you know, idolize before. So there's like this self-doubt that gets in the way of like, am I really capable? Like for me, it comes up with, am I actually capable? What if I fail? What happens in this case? Because I, I, at least now, I don't know, I could say this for everything, but now I'm like, I actually do believe I'm worthy. I don't think that's it. It's the fear of failing at my approach. Yeah. Similar, but different. I agree. It's not that I don't think I'm worthy of the things that I want. I, that's never a problem. I know I'm fucking worthy of this, 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 and this. It's that I guess I fear that 
and maybe this is more similar to yours than I thought, but I fear that other people won't see that I, that, that other people won't see the worth that I see until mm. I get there. Like, it's not a problem of me seeing my worth. It's the thought that other people don't see my worth until I have an accomplishment to prove it. Ooh, <laughs> I almost just choked. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> it wasn't meant to be said like that. Um, that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. It does. And I think also, like, unfortunately, you happen to be in a career where like, you know, we love to say, you know, nobody's really judging you, whatever, but you're literally being judged from the moment. basis of it, yes. <laughs> yes, you're literally being judged for things you can control and things that you can't control about yourself. Like you can't control your your voice, really. You could change the tone, you could do shit like that, but you can't control it. <laughs> control my height. You can't control your height. Like there's so much. My size. Like there's so many. Yeah. There's so many things. So like that, that does make complete sense. And it's weird because it makes you have to keep in mind like people's perception of you. And it's very accomplished based, accomplishment based. Yeah. And that's really hard when the level of accomplishments not only are few and far between for what's like a perfect match for you, because that's just like depends on opportunity. Like you can't control that, but also not only few and far between, but like, it's just so right place, right time that it just puts you in such a difficult position. Yeah, no, that that's the first time I think I was able to articulate that properly, which is very interesting. But yeah, I'm curious as to, because we talk about, you know, with Andrea, like building business. So not just in business, but when, let's say there's a goal you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say you have a goal, whatever that may be. It could be anything. It could be a fitness goal. It could be a business goal. It could be a relationship goal. It could be truly anything. There's always steps one must take in order to achieve a goal. Do you find difficulty in trusting yourself along the way, like at each step of the way towards your goal? And like, you know, how does trust play a role in that? In like the, the each step that you have to take in in pursuit of a goal? Yeah, I think it's really dependent on what type of goal it is. Like I find that I have more hesitation in in brand new areas. Um, again, where you don't have evidence of having done that exact thing versus like something that I that I know I've excelled in in the past and know can more easily do again. Like I'm trying to think of a good example. But if there is a goal related to to fitness like a kind of like in honestly like I'm pursuing right now I come up against more roadblocks more often because I'm navigating this territory that I didn't know existed for me slash for other people so I come up against a lot more whereas like in a workplace setting I feel like I my work ethic my um like how personable I am my ability to be resourceful like these things lead me to a more inner knowing of that but I watched to give some tips or some tools or some steps the four things that in a video that I watched they said are good for like building trust and at least thinking about what things you need to increase is knowledge understanding faith and reliability so like knowledge being educated on something that it is right like we can't fully pursue a goal as successful you're working towards or how or how someone has gotten there in the past Exactly. Correct. Like 100%. And I think that the knowledge piece in in itself is huge because if we don't have those steps, like how are you going to get there? So that, um, then understanding. So like actually understanding the knowledge that you have and fully grasping every aspect of that piece, faith. So faith in yourself, faith in your ability to get there and reliability, which I think ties back to the discipline piece of like believing that you are reliable in order to take the necessary steps to get to that goal. 
Right. And showing yourself that you can show up, which, you know, as we talked about before, builds confidence. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not perfect, knowing that if you don't show up, that you will the next day or something, you know? Exactly. Right. You build that, you show up, you show up consistently day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, day seven, day eight, day nine, day 10. Therefore, then on day 11, if you can't show up, you know, you're going to show up on day 12 because you did it the 10 days before. That's the confidence piece. Yeah, I think I I think I, I love all that. And I think that that's a great set of tools. I find myself a lot of times, even though, and again, this is similar to my imposter syndrome of like, even though I have this kind of knowing, I feel like that I'll achieve whatever goal I want. Like, that's just like kind of my baseline of like, and again, it goes with the worthiness. Like I know I'm fucking worthy. And like, I know I'll achieve whatever I want. But I think where I have difficulty is that I have trouble sometimes trusting myself on the steps to get there. Um, but what I, what I think that I've gotten better about, and this is just from trial and error, is that if I do misstep or if something, or if a step I take doesn't end up working out, doesn't bring me closer to the goal in in a linear fashion that it's still bringing me closer to the goal in an abstract fashion and that when I misstep or fall or the thing doesn't work out that I know that I can get back up and that I know that and I know that because I've done it before absolutely that that's where the trust building really comes of like maybe you're not going to be sure maybe you're not going to feel the intuition that every step you're taking is the right step in, in a linear direction. Like maybe you're not going to feel that, but if you can at least feel the trust to know that if, if you do make a misstep, that you'll know how to get back up eventually, might not be right away, right? Like we talked about earlier, like that you'll be able to get back up. And that even though it's not a linear step, falling is still a step forward. It just um, might not be linear. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that it, it goes to say that like our expectations are everything mm-hmm. and to set an expectation that you will never misstep is entirely counterproductive and solely yeah. sets you up for failure. And, and I mean, failure in the sense of like feeling like a failure, not actual yeah. failure, because there is just no way, no matter how disciplined you are. I think we both happen to be very like disciplined personalities do and we misstep all the time and misstep meaning a different step than we thought but if we set that expectation of I am going to misstep I'm going to misstep and when I do this is what I'm going to do like that's something I've been very intentional about recently because I am well aware of the lack of trust that comes up in specific areas for me I have literally a um I have literally like a a document of steps that I will take when I when I fall because I will fall (laughs) and for a long time I set this expectation that like you know I am disciplined and therefore I will you know push forward every step of the way and although I do have plenty of evidence that I am capable and blah 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 all these beautiful things and wonderful qualities like I'm a human being Mm -hmm. and you have to be prepared for the moments when you do misstep and that doesn't mean you're going to get up right away by any means but it's like having these little systems of protection for yourself that you create ahead of time when you are in your highest level of motivation and and joy and self-belief for your future self who will inevitably fall into a moment of self-doubt. Yeah, absolutely. So it's definitely, it's incredibly helpful. So I hope that for you guys listening that you- You are very existential talking now. 
I feel like I feel like this like this is what I feel this talk was. Oh, Brenda's doing some strange movements. Yep, yep. I feel like a spider. Oh, it was a spider? I thought scarecrow. Okay, that works. That's fine. Spidery scarecrow? A spidery scarecrow. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yes, we hope that you guys listening felt less alone listening to this episode. Hopefully there were some tangible takeaways that you could listen to, apply to your life, think about, reflect on, and just, you know, remembering that we too here are human despite all the tangible tips we hope to give you guys. We have our ups and downs. It's part of life even beyond your 20s. Mm. Mm-hmm. There you go. I guess there so. you have it, and hopefully, you know, using this time in your twenties to build that trust, to to make the missteps, so that every time in the future that you fall, you know, you know, you're gonna get back up. Definitely, just building that trust over and over again, and then, like we said, it's harder to build trust with ourselves than to build with others. So sometimes it takes a lot of a lot of lessons over and over in order to really to access it. Absolutely, and I feel like we keep learning and learning and learning. (laughs) So if you guys liked this episode today, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps so many more people find the show. You know us, you know we love this freaking show and are just like dying for it to grow and reach more beautiful souls. So please, please leave us a review. Yes, leave us a review, leave us a rating, share it with your friends, share it on your Instagram stories. It means the world to us. Sorry that this was a dark one, y'all, but you know, we've been talking about dating and sex, so we had to go. We had to make a shit. Oh, I think people are just gonna love it (laughs) (laughs) i hope everybody has a good week this week i don't know it's wednesday so i don't know what the astrology for next week is this week that we're talking about right now but i hope it's better than this week's yes oh my god wishing you all the positive vibes you guys all of the joy all of the health all of the what else all of the abundance abundance and love and you are not alone and remember no matter what's going on you are a 10 out of 10 baby you always do it so slow you know what it's because I'm like is she gonna say it I go you and then I I start trying to speed it up and then I think you're not so I don't (laughs) we should practice maybe one more time ready okay ready you are a 10 out of 10 baby there we go goodbye everybody bye everyone Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.